Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to more of our Car Care Show here on A3OWCCO. Denny Long back at it, along with ASE certified technician Nick Stoffel, who runs a place, fun place to be, by the, as a matter of fact, at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Nick, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How are you? How was the week there at Lloyd's? Uh, the week's not bad, you know. I, you know, it's um, pretty warm out, as we all know, which is kind of nice. Um, but you know, as you know, the um, the extreme weather is what really brings out the broken cars. So I think everyone's got a little bit of a, a breather this winter on the cars having too much issues with the cold weather. But you know, it takes twelve months to make a year, and it goes in cycles. So we'll just be patient. You know, the guys still have plenty of work to do, so there's no worries there, and. Let's keep taking it day by day. Yeah, that's all we can do. And uh, again, this is only the 3rd of February. Uh, it's uh, Winter's not over. At least we don't think it is. But we'll find out. If you have any kind of an issue with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service, but you'd kind of like to know ahead of time what uh, could be ailing. And uh, if it's big, big job, not a big job, uh, why don't you call or text, Nick? Uh, at six five, either way now, if you want to call in, great. If you want to just text, like a lot of folks like to do, that's fine too. Six five one four six one nine two two six. But 
I urge you to do it sooner rather than later, because Nick takes his leave about 7.45 when Jack Farrell steps in with his wine chat. So don't wait. Any kind of a car care question, if you drive and have a problem with your vehicle, we'd like to hear from you, as I said, either by phone or by text. 651-461-9226. I saw a text that came in early this morning, earlier this morning, Nick, and uh, basically what it's saying. In fact, we haven't talked about this for a long time. Uh, uh, the listener or listeners hear me introducing you uh, over the years and Dan uh, as an ASE certified technician. What does ASE certified mean? Automotive Service of Excellence. So what what it really is is there are um, many many uh, tests you can take, but in our particular field, like the uh, light duty automotive type test, there's eight different tests, and they break them down by uh, subsystems. You know, there'd be transmissions and brakes, steering, suspension, engine mechanical, uh, drivability, and so if you can pass all eight of those tests, you are then considered a master technician. And then there are a few advanced tests. Um, with the diagnostic drivability, for some hybrid testing, some light-duty diesel. So there's a whole array of different tests you can take to kind of um, make sure you have the basic knowledge and you're proficient at, at our what we do at our trade. So there's, um, you know, all the guys, or all, all, I should say all the master technicians at Lloyd's have a test pass. We kind of want them working towards that. You know, sometimes people aren't the best test takers and we're, we're, we're patient, but um, that's definitely our end goal is that everybody can take all eight of those tests, pass them all, and then they have a pretty good thorough knowledge of how a vehicle operates. What does that mean for the each mechanic? Uh, is, it, is it like in some jobs, if you have a bachelor's degree and then a master's degree or a PhD, it might mean more bucks or at least a job might be more available to you? Does it make a difference? I would say that that's the second part is right. I think when you're applying for employment, uh, you're headed on this path for your career, um, having those tests passed, saying that you're an ASC master certified technician is going to put you at the top of the pile. Obviously, you need to go through the interviewing process. You need to prove that you can perform such tasks. But I think it's a very good segue to finding yourself a good uh, a good place of employment. Now, does this have to be done uh, at a certain interval, like if uh, a few years down the road you've got to do it again, or, or what's the deal with that? So you need to have, initially, you need to have time in the industry. You just can't be a very good test taker and go take the test and pass. You need to show that you have a couple of years of job experience, which, which is nice. And then you take the test, and your initial test, if you pass them, you get five years before you have to recertif- recertify and then the recertification process is a little bit of a less of a daunting task. You know, I, um, as you know me pretty well, I don't like to sit in places very long. So for me to sit in a room taking a test for any period of time is a challenge. Uh, so I kind of I need to recertify mine, and I'm kind of dreading it because I, you know, if it was up to me, I'd take them all at one time and get it done with. But once again, they don't allow that because they're trying to, you know, they they really want to prove it out, make sure that we're doing what we, we say we can do. So. Um, I think it's a really good thing to have our industry. It's a standard which we can really want to prove it out, make sure that we're doing what we say we can do. So um, I think it's a really good thing to have our industry. It's a standard which we can all have as a baseline. You know, there's no, yeah. um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of manufacturers have their own certifications, a lot of different 
outside aftermarket certifications, and they're all good, but this is kind of the standard we're all kind of get measured by. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have. And thanks to the listener for uh, posing that question. We haven't talked about that for a long time. Uh, if you have any kind of a car care question, again, call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Uh, another text, I know we're going to break here in a moment, but I want to grab this text in before we get too far behind. Again, uh, don't wait if you have uh, any problems with your vehicle. Call or text us uh, before uh, Nick leaves us today. Uh, question is what, I'll just summarize it. What does a serpentine belt do was told I needed one? Uh, well, quickly here, the serpentine belt is what we used to call a dried belt or a V, you know, a v belt. It's just a little different design. But essentially what the belts do is they'll be driven off the crankshaft of the motor, and they're going to operate things like if we have traditional power steering, it'll do the alternator, um, air conditioning, um, the water pump, you know, you open the hood and you look down in the front of the motor there, you look there, you see a belt kind of zigzagging like a spaghetti noodle. Well, it's wrapping around all those items so when the engine is running, it can get all those other items going also. Yeah, and that's, I think I had problems with that years ago with an older vehicle that you're, at least in my case, the power steering immediately stops if it, it's broken, right? Yes, if, if the belt were to come off or fail, you'll know quickly because first <laughs> yeah. they, they mentioned the power steering and then the alternator is not rotating to charge the battery and then your water pump is likely not rotating to keep the engine from overheating. So if the belt were to come off in a very short order, it could be in a, in a, in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, I should say. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. Let's invite our listeners and Nick to join in on the conversation here at 651-461-9226. We're talking uh, problems with your vehicle here on a Saturday morning in News Talk 830 WCCO. That is the number if you want to call in or text in your car care question for AOC Certified Technician Nick Stauffel from Lloyd's Automotive, 651 461 Nine two two six. Nick, for those that need the help there at Lloyd's Automotive, how do we find you guys there in the Grand? Yeah, absolutely. If you ever have a question or need any advice, uh, don't hesitate to call 651-228-1316. And as you mentioned, we're on, we're on Grand Avenue in St. Paul at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is 982 Grand. If you wouldn't mind checking out our website, please do it, lloydsautomotive.net. Very good, uh, Nick. We'll uh, pass along that info when you take your leave here about 745 this morning. In the meantime, call us or text us. We already have uh, listeners doing that very thing. Nick, here's one, another one. Uh, 2015 Silverado, 96,000 miles on it. The temperature warms up to about 210 degrees. I assume Texter says the thermostat opens up and then can vary between 185 and 210. Now, I have plenty of heat no engine codes. Do you think I should replace the thermostat or just go ahead and drive it? You know, I, I guess um, if we're looking at the gauge on the dash, you know, it can maybe be a little inaccurate. Uh, if you're concerned, it might be worth, um, you know, getting a little connected to it and watch the actual engine temp. Um, if it is um, truly starting to sway more than it should, that is an early sign that the thermostat is getting weak. However, if it's operating well, there's no kind of codes, um, not having any excessive spikes, I think you're probably fine for the time being. But it's probably worth a little further investigation next time you're in for service. Okay. Do thermostats, you know, it seems to me, I remember my dad talking about thermostats 100 years ago. 
changing them out given the weather or the, or the season. Uh, do thermostats generally last a long time these days in, in newer cars? You know, they do. I think the technology has evolved. The cooling systems have. You know, the coolant lasts much longer and it's cleaner. There's not as much buildup of stuff, which sometimes would get onto the thermostat and make it kind of not work properly. Some cases, thermostats have become electronic, which is a whole other <laughs> segment. Um, but I, I do think as cars have evolved, you know, I've been around long enough where I would say it would seem like we'd be, you know, changing the antifreeze every other year. And the thermostat seemed almost as often. But I think as time has evolved and cars have gotten better, we don't do coolant until 100,000 miles. And in some cases, we never do a thermostat. So yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, that's amazing. What a change. Good morning, this texter says. I have a 2007 Trailblazer, and the seat heater and movement of the seat works intermittently. Uh-oh, one of those. Pretty sure it's a wire issue and not a fuse. Is there an easy way to locate the correct wires? Um, there's a way to locate, obviously. Easy, it depends. You know, you'll have to get down on knees and a flashlight underneath the seat, Um now, keep in mind, there's going to be maybe a couple of connectors, one for the seat belt buckle, so the you know, the car's um, restraint system knows you have the seat belt on, so there's a connector for that. There will also be a connector for electronic seats, and then the heat um, seat heater. You can look online, maybe find a manual that will give you a, um, a couple of things you can look for, is how many pins or how many wires in each connector, and then the colors of those wires kind of try to help pinpoint where you're headed, but... It's a tight quarters, need a good flashlight, maybe a mirror, um, and the, the proper tools to be able to plug and unplug those connectors. So it's worth taking a look. I wouldn't get too deep if I, you know, you don't want to start uh, damaging the wiring of the connector. So I would, I would caution how far I would go, but I would at least take an attempt for sure. All right. Uh, looking at a text from Rick, whose uh, SUV remains in southern Texas, with this question. 2014 Mitsubishi Outlander with 86,000 miles on it. Aside from basic maintenance, Texter says, I've had no problems. The brakes uh, seem to be working perfectly. Still, uh, should I change out all the pads and rotors just to be safe? Or, uh, can, or can I uh, just let this run until it starts uh, making a noise? Again, this is my SUV that remains in southern Texas. You know, I, I, with the visual inspection, as long as that the pad material is not starting to flake or crack or show any reasoning to replace it, but if it's in good working order, the surface of the rotors are fine, you don't have any pulsating, I think I would probably say it's okay to leave it as, as it is. Now, if there is some cracking or scaling on those pads, then be starting to fail just because of age, then you might consider replacing them, but I wouldn't do that without having a really good thorough inspection. Yeah, good idea. But obviously this person is is kind of proactive, which is kind of good. Um, which is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this uh, listener says this, uh, Nick, I had an occasional but rare tremor in the front end of my 2016 Acura RDX at mid-speed. Can you think of any probable causes? Anytime we have a vibration, a noise, whatever it is, you know, it, and you have to think, when do I experience it? Am I accelerating? Am I coasting? Am I braking? Am I turning? What what parameters or what conditions create that problem for you? And then we need to, you know, because people come in with similar concerns, and we ask those types of questions. We go and drive it ourselves, try to duplicate what they're experiencing, 
Then it comes down to what's changing. So if you're, if you're accelerating as a bit of a vibration, I start to think maybe it's a tire, maybe it's a drive axle. Um, and then we try to find ways to pinpoint those areas of those systems. You know, maybe we have it in the air inside. Maybe we balance a tire. You know, we, we do things to try to pinpoint that. It isn't always that easy. Um, but if you're starting to feel a vibration or a tremor, as they said, that might be the early signs of something starting to fail. I would definitely recommend getting that looked at because the last thing you want is, you know, a quick example is if a drive axle were to get worse, if it's out of balance, that could create problems for the transmission that it's connected to. So it's not just a problem you see today, but what kind of problem can we prevent for tomorrow? Yeah, good idea, good thought. Hang on, Nick. We're going to take a break, have a look at that forecast, and then when we come back, we have uh, some minutes remaining in our car show, car show. If you have a question, if you got a problem with your vehicle, your car, your truck, your van, call or text us, 651-461-9226. The weather's straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And again, good Saturday morning to you. We're back with our Car Care Show. We are here every Saturday right after the 7 o'clock news break. Thanks to our good friend Nick Stoffel, uh, who runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. He happens to be, as we've uh, talked earlier, an ASC certified technician there, among other things. He wears many hats. Uh, and we have many text messages, uh, Nick, to uh, help some folks out here. Let's see what else we've got. Next one. Uh, this listener says, I've changed... The timing belt twice on my 2002 Toyota Sienna. I'm getting to the 90,000 mark again, but wondering how important is it to change it again, given the cost, or can I cheat a little on the 90,000 miles? Well, that's a fair question. I will say um, we'd like to get a look at the belt. If it's easy accessible, you can get a look at it. I think that when they have those intervals, they're a very good guide have a little room there. It depends on the age of the belt and the exact mileage. You know, tell somebody to, oh, you'll be fine and have the belt fail and create a much larger yeah. problem for them. But, you know, in, in fairness, with the visual inspection, usually the belt doesn't show signs of cracking more time. So I, I think there is a way to go about it to try to a little bit of time to kind of kind of plan for it and schedule it and you know and pay for it because those can be very expensive. Yeah, and he's changed it twice in uh, in ninety thousand well, miles. I think that's quite a bit, isn't it? I I, I think maybe he was referring to it's, he's coming to ninety thousand again. So maybe he's at two hundred and seventy. You know, I mean, you know, if he's done it, maybe the two hundred almost three hundred thousand miles. Where that's the case, you know, you are getting again, and it's an older vehicle. How much do I want to put into it? You know, we have these types of conversations, but I would tell this texter is, you know, if that fails, what are your other options? You know, can you replace the vehicle? What does that cost? So a timing belt can be costly, but much less expensive than the alternative. Yeah, for sure. Here's a 2011 Toyota Sienna, Nick. Uh, the last couple of mornings, texture says a loud squeal from the area of the serpentine belt. I noticed the radiator fan goes on. And then turns off for 20 to 30 seconds. The noise stopped after the car warmed up for about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, first of all, anything to worry about? And is it normal for the radiator fan to start and stop? Yeah, that that, that seems like something's not right there. 
um, off the cuff, I would think maybe when you're starting the vehicle, if you have the defrost on, as you're supposed to cycle with the defrost, obviously it makes cold air in our summer months, but when we have a lot of humidity and a, uh, a frosty windshield that, that dries the heat so it can so it can clear it for you. So my thought is if we hear an AC compressor making a heck of a noise, which would turn the fan on, if something's going wrong there and it's shutting that compressor off, the fan will go off also. So it might be worth a little more of an assessment or a look, you know, off the cuff there. But I, I think that might be warrant a little further investigating. Okay. Here's a 2004 Ford Explorer. Hesitates around 55 miles an hour. How do you know when it's a possible transmission issue or something else? It's around 103,000 miles on the vehicle. If there's something uh, like that, I would expect that the service engine sooner check engine light would be on. As we're talking transmissions, but if the transmission is slipping, if there's some sort of thin the transmission that the computer picks up on, code also. So it might be worth computer, see if there's any stored or any pending codes. If there's nothing there and you have the, and you can actually watch the data to see what's happening, um, try to figure out, you know, if that hesitation is transmission related or is it engine related. Give a slight misfire. Um, there's a lot of different variables that can give you a, maybe a false, a false feel, but it could um, spark plug quite honestly. But I, I would say if you're having hesitation, Cancel connected to the vehicle, then do a little further digging is probably a probably a good idea. Okay, here is a, a 2013 Rogue. Check engine light is on, the gas light is on, fuel gauge registers empty. Uh, what is what? Let's see, what could it be? I guess is the question. That's oh, all the info I've got. We have a lot of different warnings on dash. I think there's um, different problems going on with the vehicle. We kind of go back to a comment earlier. We have to figure out what they have in common. The cluster itself, the instrument panel. There's a module that manage a lot of that, that maybe there's a fault with one of those. Assume for the worst, you know, especially as cars become electronics, they share a lot of information. They share a lot of communication networks. If there's a problem with one of those, it could seem that there's a much larger problem. If you have warning lights ever on your dash, you should have somebody look at it just to make sure whether the brake light, a check engine light, warning lights are there for that purpose to tell you, hey, I'm going to assess it. Depending to the extent of what's wrong, maybe you can put that repair off or maybe it's done at that time. So the first step is to figure out exactly what's going on before we assume too much. I don't know what the deal is. We're getting kind of your uh, your phone is uh, is breaking up from time to time. So some of your answers have kind of uh, it's <laughs> it's almost like you have a push to talk on your phone and uh, and it's uh, dropping out here and there. So we we miss some of your answers. I'm not sure what the issue is. We can hear you fine when you're there, but uh, there's a little space in between. Uh, we'll have to check that out. Let's see if we gra- can grab another text or so before you uh, take your leave t- uh, today. 2022 Subaru Forester. I put gas in. All warning lights on the dash won't go out. I tighten the gas cap again, and the dash lights won't go out. 
Is there anything I can do, or do I have to have uh, Subaru reset something? Really, Subaru. Warning light is on. It's not looking what it's seen. So my something with the evaporative system. There's different solenoids and valves that operate and manage that system. Faulty. So you've done your part. The cap is on. The cap is tight. And on that for a few days, a few drive cycles since that. And hire your mechanic or your dealer to figure out which one of those pieces make a recommendation from that. Okay. Uh, good morning. This texter says uh, I have a 2023 Chevy Trailblazer and won't be able to drive it for six weeks due to right foot surgery. Ouch. Will my vehicle be okay if I at least start it and let it run? What, what about the, this is, we're talking six weeks here. Uh, this time of year is, would you recommend doing anything different for six weeks since this person cannot drive it? This season that we're having this year, I think will be fine. Thought that letting the vehicle sit in idle hurt it, but it doesn't really exercise the vehicle. The concern when the vehicle's idling, there's a lot of moisture in the exhaust. That moisture will collect in the exhaust and uh, can create some rusty situations. Um, when the vehicle's at idle, the alternator is not working at its proper speed, which is when we're driving to be fully recharged so uh, my opinion is unless you can someone maybe once or twice over the period of time i would might just let it sit quite honestly okay well that's good news like you said especially if this weather continues like this nick uh, we have to run make way for jack farrell's wine chat uh for those uh, folks that may need some help for you from you at lloyd's how do we get in touch yes sir uh if you ever have any questions or need advice, don't hesitate to call 651-228-1316. And if you happen to be on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, stop and say hi. We're at 982 Grand. And if you wouldn't mind, check out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. We will do that very thing as we like to do. And uh, Nick, let's do this again next week. Sir, thank you. You bet. Nick Stoffel, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. As I mentioned, Jack Farrell straight ahead with his wine chat. And then following the news at 8 o'clock, get those lawn and garden questions ready. Yes, we talk lawns and gardens 52 weeks a year here on CCO. Master Gardener Teresa Rooney will be joining us next hour. So get those lawn and garden questions ready next hour on 830-WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 